Welcome to Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. Joyous conversations about what the afterlife evidence and modern science combine to tell us is true about our one reality. You have nothing to fear. You are eternal and you are perfectly loved. Knowing the truth changes everything. Now, here's Roberta. Welcome to Seek Reality. I'm Roberta Grimes and I'm so happy you're with us today. This is such an interesting time to be alive. The veil between worlds that has made communication so difficult over all the centuries is noticeably thinning now. We've been, we've been told by beings not in bodies, very elevated beings, that they've been gradually thinning that veil for more than 100 years. But it's really only within the past few decades that we actually can notice, really notice a broad-based change. And one of the fruits of that change is this astonishing phenomenon of spouses who have been very close in life remaining close after one of them transitions. Widows have told me, and this I can't believe this, but there it's been several who have told me that now they're able to share physical sexual relations with a departed spouse. I can't, I, I can't imagine. But anyway, that's what they're telling us, and. Some widowers now have found that their transitioned wives are still very much a part of their lives. In fact, we we have two guests two weeks in a row who are going to talk about that extraordinary relationship that these men have with their wives who have graduated and gone ahead of them. What a blessing that is. What a wonderful, wonderful relationship that is. Today, our guest is for the second time, Ward E. Barkerford, Jr. Ward's wife of 33 years was Suzette Shockley, who physically left the world in 2016. And she soon was communicating with Ward in really remarkable ways. He'll tell the stories. His recent book is called Conversations from Heaven, Advice and Guidance from My Beloved Wife. And the communications go on. So I gathered that another book is forthcoming. It's important to say here that people at the Summerland level, which is levels, what we call levels three through five, many sublevels of each of them, of course, that's where pretty much all of our loved ones are. But people at that level don't know what's above them, really don't have very much of an understanding of it. And so they can make some mistakes. They're, they have very little idea about what's what's happening above, and it, it isn't really important to them. And sometimes they'll guess. Now, that's not been the case with our wonderful friend Sue, but it has been with some, especially children who who transitioned as children. They're trying to please. So whenever someone is communicating with you through a loved one, be careful about that. Know that it's possible for them to get some things wrong. But these wives are just trying to ease their husband's fears and to stay close to them until they also can go home. And they talk about the many wonderful, enjoyable details that are part of a happy Summerland life. They certainly know all about that. We are entering, my dear friends, an amazing new phase of the Earth's history now. What's happening so far is amazing, and there's really no telling where where it's going. From now on, more and more people are going to live on Earth already knowing that their whole Earth lives are just a bad day in school. And very soon, we all will be going home to a snack of milk and cookies that is for the ages. Ward, I'm so glad you're here again. Welcome. Well, thank you. Thank you, Roberta. I appreciate being here. Your story is a really beautiful one. Could you just tell people who maybe didn't hear your last interview, tell us a little about 
what happened with Sue and, and how this all got started. Yes, I will. Well, what happened is, of course, like many people, I did not realize that there was anything other than death. Once, once we died on Earth, then we were dead. We, we just, that was all there was to it. And then, and then uh, all of a sudden, after a, a brain tumor operation, my, my wife, Sue, died. And I, I just, it was terrible grief. I just couldn't believe that she was gone, that I wouldn't see her again. It's just absolutely terrible grief. And so the next morning after she passed away, I was sitting in my home office and uh, all of a sudden her voice came through my mind, which I now know is called telepathy. And she said, I want you to know that I'm not dead, that I'm alive in another realm. And so I will send, I will send you a sign that, that I'm alive maybe sooner than later. And so what happened, Roberta, is that, that evening I was sitting in my, in my dining room doing some work and Sue came through with the sign with flashing lights, the uh, vaulted ceiling lights uh, and the, 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 the top of the ceiling started flashing on and off, on and off, like an ambulance lights or like a police car, emergency lights. And I thought, well, what in the world is going on? Oh, so so, I, so I, I turned the lights off and went to bed. So you heard her voice in your mind. That's, that was the first communication. Did it feel? I mean, people, people wonder about things like that. It must have been your imagination. Did you really know it was, it was not your imagination? Well, I, I was pretty sure it was not my imagination because Sue... Um, She's got very, very, very good vocabulary, very high vocabulary, and she speaks in a certain phraseology. And uh, and so I, I was pretty sure it was Sue, but at that point, Roberta, I did not, I did not know what to make of it until the uh, the light started flashing that evening. And oh, then, yeah! Wow. And, and then the second night, the same thing happened. The light started flashing, and uh, and then the next morning, she said. Ward, I want you to know that I flashed the lights to let you know that I'm not dead. That is so beautiful. For people listening, um, you should know that when we transition, we don't, we drop our body. Of course, it's old and who cares about it anyway. And we are energy beings. And because we're energy beings, one of the things that we really have an easy time doing is affecting electricity. Um, there are stories of, just in my own family, there was one particularly high-level individual in terms of development who, um, he was flashing the TV, and so he irritated his children. He was, he was turning the lights on and off on command. It was amazing what he could do, but it's easy for them because they are energy beings. So, so okay, talk a bit more about, um, more about Sue. Well, one thing that happened, in fact, I, I've been involved in several other things in the last few months and I haven't been communicating with Sue as much as I probably should be because she says she's always she's always with me and she can do whatever else she wants to do as well so she can be with me and then do whatever else she wants to do in her life in in her realm as well and so I hadn't been really thinking very much about her in the last last few weeks a couple of nights ago I turned on my computer and the first thing that flashed up on the screen was a picture of Sue in her wedding dress at oh. our wedding. And I had not looked at that picture. It obviously was in my computer. I had not looked at that picture for 
probably three or four years. And oh. all of a sudden it flashed on the screen from the depths of the, my computer. So, so she was telling me that she was still with me. Yes. And hey, we're still married. You got to pay attention to me. Yeah, that's how that's how it is to be a wife, pretty much. <laughs> we want attention. Right. Right. That's funny. It really is. You have a sense that you're still married. It is. Is does it feel like that? Like that same kind of relationship? Yeah, it does, Roberta. It does. It, it it seemed like we're still married, and 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 maybe Sue was in another room in the house, and not in the same room that I'm in. But yeah, we're we're still married, and, and we still uh, we still talk to each other. It's, it's it's a fantastic, amazing thing that happens. It really, it really is. But people listening don't know how unusual this is. I hear from a number of people who are, have this kind of relationship, men and women both, with their with their spouses, and they're they feel matter of fact about it. But this is so extraordinary. This is within the past ten years, literally that we are hearing these stories. That's how thin the veil is. Do you have any tips for people who might want to get in touch with their loved ones if they have a spouse that's gone ahead? Or it was this came naturally to you, though, and she really was the leader of it, right? Well, yeah, she uh, she said because, because I was in so much grief, terrible, terrible grief, that she wanted me to, wanted to come to tell me that she was not dead, that I should no longer be in grief. And so... So that's really what started the whole thing. And she said, and other people were in grief as well. And so we were to write a book. She's going to communicate with me. We're to write a book and publish the book to let other people know that there is no such thing as death as we think of it. So that's what happened. We've, we've, now, we've now communicated with signs and manifestations and have actually, I've published four different books now with through Balboa Press of Sue's Communications. I, I tried to find them um, on Amazon and it was a little confusing, but um, everyone will will ask Ward to send me um, all, all of his book titles and we'll put them in the program notes so you'll have them there um, if you want to read more about it. This is such a fascinating story though. And it feels like you're just sort of like around the house, as you say, it's it feels unremarkable to you at this point, right? Right, yeah. About the books, Roberta, uh, I found that going on Amazon, if you put in my full name, Ward Edward Barkerford Jr., all the books will show up. Oh, okay. But also, Roberta, we've got a website uh, called signsfromsue.com. Right, we'll give people that too. Well, yeah, the signsfromsue.com has a communications that I put on there every once in a while in the, in the form of a blog. So there's new blogs going on that website from new communications every once in a while. Well, that's great. All right. Well, everyone, that, that will be in the program notes too, so that um, you'll be able to, to learn more about this amazing relationship. But let's talk about her life now. What, what did she tell you about how it felt to first get there? Was she amazed? What, what did it? What, what did she notice? Well, what she told me in communication, she said that um, once she was she was pronounced dead in the hospital and the clinically dead, and then, then there was quiet. Everything was quiet, and an angel appeared, shimmering in white and gold. And then her father, who had passed away earlier, her dad appeared, and both of the angel and her father said 
they would help her over the threshold of death and into another world, a world without suffering. Then she says a door opened and, and she went through it and there was a myriad of angels, a lot of angels around her and she was very confused and then all of a sudden she felt, uh, she saw shining lights and a, a very deep sense of joy and all-consuming love. And she, at that point, realized that there were, there were angels around her and beautiful music, beautiful, brilliant, lovely flowers. And then she, she realized that she was, she'd come through, come through from earth and gone into what she felt was an afterlife, heaven. And so they help, they, and that's what happens, everyone. We, we are as clueless when we get out of our bodies at the end of our lives as we were when we get out of our mothers at the start of life. We have no idea what's going on. So fortunately, our, our loved ones and, and angels in some cases will come and help us to go home. And that's exactly what happened here. But was she surprised that it was relatively solid there? It's yeah, a place? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, in fact, the amazing thing about it, Roberta, the uh, this realm which we we call heaven, this this realm, this new world, is just as solid and, and as firm as as our earth world. Right. It's um, it's just amazing that uh, it's, it's just like being on Earth, only in a in a much more beautiful, beautiful environment. Yes, it, it astonishes a lot of people to find out that right in the same place is something equally solid. Um, and it's a whole new beautiful world. And the difference is it's it's sort of like everything about it is good. Whereas here we're, we have a distinctly mixed bag. Well, but one way to think about it is as if it's like changing channels. You know, when you're watching channel five, everything is as real as it could be on channel five. You're used to that. And then you turn to channel six or channel seven. It's almost in the same place, almost at the same vibration, but it's a whole new solid. There's no mixing. It's a new solid reality. And that's exactly what it's like when we die. It's very much like changing channels. What, what, what basically what is, Roberta, is a question of, of vibrations, of, uh, of, 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 of lower vibrations and higher vibrations. I'm sorry, start, please say, say that again, the start of it. Well, it's either, it's a question of vibrations. Yes. Oh, yes, exactly. That's right. And just as your TV's channels are a question of vibration, one is a little higher than the other. It's the same exact phenomenon but it is completely real and completely solid. In fact, many of the people who are there tell us that's reality and this is the illusion. Um, of course, um, even Albert Einstein said this This is an illusion, but but a very persistent one. And if he thought it was an illusion, you have to, well, you know, he knew a few things. I think he was probably right about that. But what, what does she do? Um, with, because... Uh, People tell us there's everything in the world to do there, and it's a lot of fun. What what does she do for fun? Well, well, one thing, one thing I do would like to mention right away though is, uh, besides the flashing lights, uh, I was getting a lot of signs and, and manifestations, and of course they're all in the books. But uh, but one of the one of the one of the things that really uh, was very interesting to me is that I would awaken in the middle of the night, like at two thirty in the morning. And um, and fully awake, I would see her for, for this, she would be standing in full color at the foot of my bed 
for just two or three seconds and, and, and smiling and looking like she was about 35 years old yeah. rather, rather than the age that she was when she passed away. Right. That's a beautiful story. This is how we know all of this is real, everyone, because they're, they, they all are variations of the same story. I mean, there no others, nobody else is telling the story Ward is telling, but the details of it are so similar. Yes, she would look young and beautiful. Everybody does when 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 they're seen from there. Um, it's it's difficult to hold an image when you are a person out of body and you're trying to show yourself to someone you love. But when they're just coming out of sleep, it's they're much more susceptible to being able to see you. So she shows up then. And he sees her. I mean, all of these are very consistent stories across, uh, you know, uh, everywhere from everywhere. So it, it's it's a, an exciting kind of study to do, I think, because it's also consistent. There's no outliers at all. And she's there's no fear there, right? Does she talk about that? What what the atmosphere is? Well, we, there's no fear at no. all. <laughs> there's no there's no disease. There's no uh, no fear at all. Every, everything everything is light and joy, just tremendous joy, tremendous feeling of um, of joy. And um, but to, to answer your question, she uh, she lives a life just like she almost lived on uh, on Earth. And she goes to concerts. She uh, studies studies biology, which was her favorite subject, and uh, takes walks in the woods with her with her father and. And amazingly, she takes walks in the woods with her dog, which preceded her in death. Yes, see, there's something else great that we already know. Every animal you ever have loved is waiting for you. Now they're young, they're healthy, they neither eat nor eliminate. So you can, you know, you don't have to take care of them except love them. That's all you have to do. But isn't that beautiful that she has her dog now, too? That's wonderful. And, and as far as her, her home, her house, she... Uh, she really loved the house that we had here in Denver, and um, and so she said she could she could uh, through her mind she could envision living in the like the Taj Mahal, but she wants to, she wants to live in the house in in her realm now, like she lived in the house in Denver. So she has through through thought everything is done through thought through thought she has uh, she has created the house that she lived in in Denver. In, in her realm and lives there. And it's very interesting, very interesting thing. And she's, she always wanted to remodel the kitchen when she was in Denver in our house. And so she remodeled the kitchen by thought in, the, in her realm now. Yeah. <laughs> that's, so, that's again, such a typical story. Um, we, we hear, we hear from, because usually the first spouse to pass will create the family's home. And very often it will be a recreation of the, the family's favorite home from when they when they were here, just like just like she's done that there. But often they'll make changes to it. Um, uh, what one widow was furious. Her husband had had um, made the what she called ugly changes he had wanted to make and never could quite afford before he he left. Another woman was upset that his, his he had her husband had created the house well enough, but it was the it was a mirror image of it. it Everything was in the wrong place. So some husbands don't do so good a job, but it sounds like she's doing a good job creating the house there for you. And it's solid, everybody. The point is they can with their minds create 
solid objects. They're not made out of earth matter. They're more solid than that, in fact. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, one, th one thing I do want to mention is she had a, a, a lovely Jaguar automobile sedan here on earth. And she really loved that car. It was her, 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 her car, her, her, her car she really loved. And so she created that car and put it in the garage in her house in heaven. And she can drive it by, <laughs> by, by thinking up roads. She will think up where she wants to go the road will appear and she can drive the car. It's just life it's, is so easy. <laughs> right. Life it's, there is so from easy. our standpoint, it's really unbelievable, but it's true. It, it happens. It happens. Uh, one of the things people there have a lot of fun with is vehicles. Um, we hear quite a bit about the vehicles. Some people will create recreate a favorite um, you know, car or boat from, from this life. Other people will create outlandish looking vehicles. And we're told that they're powered by mind so there's no exhaust or anything. And they can just, you know, go around all over in their, in their mind created vehicles. A little, um, uh, one, one fellow had four seats in his, only they were side by side because he wanted everybody to be on the front seat. And um, there are boats. Some people have created yachts there. Um, one woman um, created for her husband a, a big, you know, 100 plus foot yacht because he always wanted one and they never could afford it. Well, you sure can afford it in heaven. So there they, there they are. And the, the seas are not big like the seas here, but they feel as if they are. Um, there isn't really any distance at all there, but there feels as if there is. So they, they're they off uh, cruising on their yacht now. Quite quite amazing and beautiful. So so she goes on these trips. With, who is she playing with? I mean, who are the people around her? Are there people you would know? Well, yes. In fact, in fact, her, her relatives, her, her father, her mother has now passed away. Her father, her mother, um, and, and some relatives that she really didn't ever know before when she was on Earth. And she's met them and gotten to know them. So there's a whole community, a group of, uh, of relatives that, that, that communicate and are, are living, uh, not living together, but they're living in the same area, same area that she's living in. Um, there, there may well be other people. She may not tell you about them because it wouldn't matter to you. But um, many, many times there are friends and loved ones from other lifetimes that we could meet up with again and play with again. And it, it's, a, it, it's, a, it's a common thing for that kind of thing to happen if we were very close to other people. Um, and typically, one of the questions I've been getting more and more is people worry that someone that they loved will um, reincarnate right away. So they won't get to see that person when they finally graduate too. And that doesn't happen. Um, typically, everyone who graduates dies. Um, everyone who graduates will, will uh, live with, play with relatives, friends from this lifetime and other lifetimes uh, while they wait for everybody that they knew in this life to also graduate. And typically, very typically, almost exclusively, they do not even think about starting to reincarnate until they've had been had the chance to greet everyone and, and welcome them home. So don't worry that someone you love won't be waiting for you because they all will be. It's it's quite um, 
it, it, it's, it's really quite a, everything we worry about, we don't need to worry about. Just ex- accept that as a kind of a blanket, a blanket issue. But so, so um, she, she lives in this house um, and does she like give parties? What, how does she, because there's no sleeping there. That's another thing. It never gets dark and you never have to sleep. So there's a lot of time there, quote time, even though there's no time. What does she do with her time then? She's, she, does she have friends over? Well, she has friends over. She had dinner parties, uh, but she spends a lot of time in, um, in in what we call the house of learning, the halls of learning, where where uh, where she can go go back in time. And uh, if she wants to, she if she, for example, if she wanted to know what was happening in Napoleon's time, she could actually go back in time to find out exactly what's happening in the in the, in the various eras of different time. Uh, Roberta, one thing I do want to talk about, I want to touch on, are these uh, signs and manifestations, because it took me a while for my my ego to really believe what was happening was happening, and so she showed me many, many signs, many, many manifestations that are all written in the books, and just unbelievable things that would happen uh, as far as signs and manifestations. (laughs) <laughs> That's, there are places where we can go, um, halls of records, where we can go and actually participate in reliving uh, certain periods of history with the people who were initially in those periods of history. One of the most popular, apparently, is uh, major events from the, the American Revolution. I mean, if you'd like to watch them, you know, debate the Declaration of Independence or the um, constitution apparently you can you can do that i don't know quite how but they they do that what about concerts you say she's been to concerts who has she heard well the amazing thing to me is uh, people like uh, uh their various uh, various figures like uh, uh have uh, have passed away have died on earth and uh, they, they they are there also and they're giving concerts um, it's usually, uh, and, and she says the operas that she goes to, the operas are twice as, as beautiful as, as the operas that we have on earth. And yes. It's just amazing, amazing. Um, so she spends a lot of time in halls of learning. Uh, she, she's also studying very, very, uh, she's studying biology. She always loved biology and she's, she's studying um, uh, biology that we have and going deeper into biology on things that we on Earth had never ever thought about in the, in the way in the form of, uh, yes. of biology. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, many of the of the discoveries that happen on Earth really happen there first in in laboratories where people whose names you'd recognize are still doing their work and making their inventions and discoveries, and they generally will channel them into more than one person here to, to um, you know, develop and, and come out with in case somebody sort of drops the ball on them. But that's why sometimes discoveries are made in, in the several different places on Earth at the same time. Um, they're, they're really made uh, in, the, in the, what we think of as the afterlife, but really it's real life. And um, it's, it's quite comforting to know how careful they are of us trying to keep us focused, learning what we need to learn while we're here and not afraid. That's really the goal. 
And one of the things that you told me she's doing, and this is very significant, is caring for children. Yes, she is. Of course, obviously, children children die either either usually in accidents or 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 death some way on earth. As children, they they go to heaven as well, and they grow up in heaven. And but but they're confused when they get to heaven because obviously their parents are not there. And so what she she's helping with a lot a lot of other people are helping too is is they're taking these these little children under their wing and and helping them realize what's happened and then realize that someday they will be reunited with their parents. The fact that she is working with the little ones tells us conclusively that she is a very good, very wise, very kind person because they are extremely fussy. It's amazing on who they'll even allow to go near the children. The children generally, unless they live with a relative, sometimes a grandma will take them in. But if if there's nobody there, then they will live in a in a children's village or a children's home, and they are treated there like royalty. They're they're, and and the even miscarried babies grow up there. Even aborted babies grow up there. Um, it's people who have had an abortion need to be prepared for the fact that when they get there. There'll be beautiful young people calling them mom and, and loving them and not blaming them at all. Knowing that, uh, frankly, if I were ever thinking of having an abortion, I would have never had one knowing that. I can't imagine the feeling of seeing that this lovely person could have been in your life your whole life. And now, only now are you even meeting them. But nevertheless, she's a, she's a, a wonderful person or they would not have allowed her anywhere near the children. So you could be proud of her that she even has that job. Well, thank you. And one thing I like, I like to, Roberta, I like to come back to uh, to signs and manifestations for a minute, um, because once Sue started coming through, I was I, I was wondering what else could she could she do, or what else will she do to show me that she's alive? And in the middle of the night, I would awaken up sometimes and smell her her perfume, the yes. perfume that she really loved. I, I, I wait, all of a sudden this this whole 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 spell of, of her perfume would permeate the entire bedroom perfume. oh how beautiful minutes you know yeah i mean this is another thing and it usually happens within the first year that that people get these scent signs and we know some things about the scent signs they're created in our minds it's not that they put the scent in the room but that it's created apparently in your mind. Um, there's one um, a fellow who told me at a conference that he and his wife had just gone to her, uh, her, I guess, mother's house or grandmother's house where who had just died. And the house was full of or felt as if it was full of the smell of this wonderful meal that had been that grandma had always cooked some favorite food. And um, and the wife said, don't you smell that? Isn't that wonderful? And he said, no, nah, I can't. Don't smell that. I don't believe that because he felt nervous about it. Instantly for him, the smell disappeared, but she kept smelling it. It was just happening in their minds. And it was a, definitely a sign from grandma. I, I, I just think it's so extraordinary, but that's a very common sign and beautiful because it this, a familiar scent of someone is going to make us Think of that person and feel close to that person, which is the whole point of it. Lovely. That's lovely. And another, another sign that I had was, uh, you know, to me, some of these things were unbelievable, but they happened. 
is a is one, one early spring uh, a couple of years ago early spring there was a a, a bumblebee that I was, I was sitting in my car in a parking lot and a bumblebee uh, came and flew and, and sat on the driver's beer the outside driver's beer and just and kind of stared at me and and I, I didn't think it, and then a, a couple of minutes later the bumblebee left flew away out of sight. And a couple of minutes later, the bumblebee came back and sat on the very same mirror, the very same spot that happened three different times. And, <laughs> and, 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 and there were no other bumblebees that time of year. So, yes. so they're able to control uh, you know, bumblebees. And some people talk about see birds, see, see certain, certain red cardinals, for example. Um, it's, it's just these manifestations and signs are just absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, it's, it really is surprising. I mean, usually the two most common insect signs are dragonflies and butterflies, because those are the ones people would notice. I mean, obviously, if they, they can give us ant signs all day long, and we'll just say, oh, my goodness, the house is infested with ants. So that's not going to work. But butterflies and dragonflies right after she died my mother for three mornings in a row first i think it was first dragonflies then the next day butterflies and the next day dragonflies and the heat of a hundred degree heat in in no it's no nowhere does it get hotter almost than austin in the summer and in the middle of the summer she gave she filled my yard with first dragonflies and the next day butterflies and the next day dragonflies thousands of them and they were nowhere else in the neighborhood. That's the kind of insect sign they'll sometimes send. And that, but I've never heard of a bee sign. But bees are clever too because you'll notice bees. And and that's for any insect to to be tame seeming, to almost you know want to be around you. That insect is under the control of your loved one. You know that's not normal. Um, and for them to swarm as they as they sometimes do, another person who gives dragonflies dragonfly swarms a lot is Mikey Morgan. So um, these are all signs from people who are just in the same place but in a different dimension. Isn't that gorgeous? Isn't that beautiful? I can't get over it. It's beautiful. Well, they they they, they want us to they want us we that are left on Earth. They want us to know that. Um, but they are alive, and so they do give us all kinds of different signs. Yes. I've I've had uh, other other computer signs. Uh, I've had uh, uh, my cell phone will start playing music that I've never ever thought of or heard about, and uh, it's just it's just amazing some of these manifestations that uh, that that we, that we receive. And there's nothing scary about this because you may be thinking, oh, if I hear it from someone, I would be scared. They're, they're the only, there's only one um, message that any person who gives you a sign, I don't care if you were in enemies before, it doesn't matter. Only one message is being given with a sign from someone who is no longer in a body, and that is love. They're saying, I'm alive. I don't want you to worry. I love you. Your enemies are not your enemies after they've transitioned. When you get there too, you're going to hug them and realize you, they were, you, you and they were just playing a part. You were helping one another to grow spiritually. And that's all. It's, it's these glimpses that we get into the reality that we're all about to enter are so reassuring and beautiful and wonderful. And it's, I'm so glad this is still going strong, even though sometimes you ignore her. No, no, I'm sorry. 
this is still going strong, even though sometimes apparently you ignore her and she has to give you a wedding dress sign. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that was amazing to me. Uh, it really was amazing. Um, they, they do want you to go on with your life. I mean, all the people that have gone ahead want us to get the most out of the rest of our lives here, but they, they love us too. They, they miss, they don't miss us nearly as much because they can be around us anytime they like, but they, they like to be in touch with us. And many people have found that if they court signs, they'll end up with a very intense relationship that can go on for years. It depends on people. People are people and people who have transitioned sometimes really want that. And she's really seems to. So it's quite beautiful. Well, it's, it's Roberta, it's all about un- unconditional love. Uh, God is unconditional love. And, and we're put here on earth to learn unconditional love. And, 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 but we have free will. So sometimes we can do things that we shouldn't do. And, uh, because of our free will, but, but we're, we're here to learn unconditional love. Beautifully said, my dear. That's ex- exactly right. That's certainly what we've been hearing consistently from the people that we used to think were dead, but we know now they're not. They're not dead. What do you want people to take from our conversation? What, what do you hope they learn and, and what, sticks, what do you hope will stick in their minds? Well, when, 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 when they have a relative or, or a family member or a wife or husband or son, daughter, whatever, when that person dies on earth, is that their 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 body dies, but their their soul, their their who they are, their personality uh, continues on and, and moves to a, a different realm, a different life. And so the 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 whole point of all of this is we, we we want to try to eliminate the grief, the terrible terrible grief that people have when somebody dies, and and. Uh, if people could just realize that there is an, an additional additional life, the same person they loved is still alive somewhere else, then perhaps they could eliminate all the terrible grief that, that we see around us when someone does pass away. That's what it's all about, I'm sure, for all these people who are trying to comfort you. But at the same time, she's urging you to write about it. They don't. They know that there was never meant to be this kind of separation. It's been much, much too deep and much, much too long. And all of these people just want us to know that everything is fine. We are eternal. They're eternal. And the reunions that are going to happen are just beyond your ability. Imagine being able to hug your great, great, great grandma who you only ever saw in a picture. Well, that day is coming and it's certainly on the way. So it's very, very exciting. Oh, my goodness. Well, I, we're coming to the end of our time. Um, the 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 website is signsfromsue.com. That'll be in the notes. And um, Word will give me the names of it. It's a little tricky to find his books because you have to put his whole name in, Ward Edward um, Barkefer Jr. And you may not get it quite right. I think that's what, I think I was just doing an E. I didn't, didn't put the whole name. But we'll give you the titles so that you'll be able to spend a little more time with Sue if you'd like and uh, begin to even better understand just how glorious reality really is. Well, Roberta, there's so, so many, many, many signs and manifestations that, that, we haven't, that haven't, we haven't had time to touch on that are in these books that are just, uh, I, I, I don't like to use the word unbelievable because they are believable, but <laughs> it's, just, it's just amazing the number of ways that she has shown to me uh, that she's alive. 
amazing. I'm a, a skeptic, rather a serious skeptic. And I've had a lot more trouble than you have with believing. I think it's hard to believe all this stuff until you've had it happen to yourself. And for me, it was my brother-in-law. The signs he gave me in particular, he knew I, I was a hard case. Uh, he convinced me. This was, you know, a decade and a half ago. But he convinced me. And uh, I'm, very, I'm very, very grateful to him for that. But consider yourself hugged, my dear. And, uh, and, and please cons- consider her hug, too. Sue, you're, we're very grateful to you for all that you're doing. Okay, everyone, we have come, unfortunately, to the end of our time. This has been Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes, and I'm so happy you were with us today. I hope this helps. If you've ever worried, I hope this helped a little bit to alleviate that. Please never forget that you are a powerful, eternal being. You are. You never began. You never will end. And when you really get what that means, it changes everything in your life for the better. Next week, our guest will be a genuine celebrity. I, I'm starstruck. I was quite, it was quite unexpected to me to find out who this person was. His name is Stephen Simon. He was born into Hollywood royalty. And as a producer, he's worked on, with some of the very biggest stars on projects that are the stuff of legend. For example, get this. He personally produced the Academy Award winning What Dreams May Come, starring Robin Williams and Cuba Gooding Jr., and Somewhere in Time with Christopher Reeve and Jane Seymour. Those, of course, are both about what? The afterlife, right? And All the Right Moves with Tom Cruise as well. He co-executive produced Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, both with Keanu Reeves. And the list goes on. But much as I would love to, frankly, spend that entire time next week learning about his producing career, Stephen Simon will be joining us next week to talk about his extraordinary relationship with his wife. Since her passing in January of 2018, he calls his book What Dreams Have Come, Loving Through the Veil. And he can use, of course, What Dreams Have Come since he produced What Dreams May Come. So amazing. The world is very small. Please join us next week. This is going to be fun. Love will still definitely be in the air here next week as well. And this week, we've been talking with Ward E. Barker for Jr. His wife, Suzette Shockley, graduated in 2016. And I love this woman um, because I have read one of his books. Almost at once, she was giving him all kinds of signs of her survival. You know what a good wife would do if her husband was devastated? She's been doing all of that. She's even been communicating with him mentally. And he has detailed much of what has been happening in four books, which you'll find in the notes. Conversations from Heaven, Advice and Guidance from My Beloved Wife is a wonderful book. That's the one I've read. Clearly, Ward does have some psychic tendencies, which make it a little easier, perhaps, for him to get these signs. But more and more, frankly, this level of communication is with people that we used to think were dead is beginning to work for everybody. It's becoming almost a standard thing. If you're open to it and you don't check yourself down too much with grief, I can almost guarantee you, you will be getting signs, whether you recognize them or not. Many people say, oh, that's a coincidence. Uh Uh-uh, there are no coincidences. That was a sign. And it's such a gift to give to the people that aren't with you anymore, that you love, that you miss desperately. Give them the gift of saying, hey, I just saw that. Give me another one. And they'll give you another one. It's a new relationship, but as Ward shows us, it can be a beautiful one. 
Ward's website is sciencefromsue.com, and he welcomes the chance to help people learn what really, really is going on. And since you enjoy learning about the things we talk about on Seek Reality, I want to give you another little plug for the Afterlife Research and Education Institute. AREI is headed by our beautiful friend and primary contributor, Dr. R. Craig Hogan. And Craig is the sole living person who is most on top of everything afterlife and greater reality. A lot of people study pieces of this knowledge. Craig is the only other person that I have met who is coming to understand the whole thing. The whole thing matters. Every, you can't make sense of one part unless you understand how it fits with the other parts. I've, it's been me, maybe taken me maybe 50 years to get to this point, and Craig has done it in less time and better. Um, AREI puts out a wonderful monthly newsletter, and if these topics interest you at all, just go to afterlifeinstitute.org. That's what it is, afterlifeinstitute.org, and learn from the man who still is my own primary teacher. As you know, my own nonfiction books are Liberating Jesus, My Thomas, The Fun of Dying, The Fun of Staying in Touch, The Fun of Growing Forever, The Fun of Living Together, and early next year, finally, The Fun of Loving Jesus, Embracing the Christianity that Jesus Taught. For young children, there's The Fun of Meeting Jesus, and you can order all these books through bookstores or on Amazon.com. The adult books are also available as audiobooks. If you want to talk with me, if you want to talk about any of my books, or if you have questions or anything at all, you can always contact me through the green contact block on robertagrimes.com. I answer every email. It takes a few days now because I get so many, but please be sure to give me your correct email address so that the, my response won't go astray. You can find past episodes of Seek Reality on webtalkradio.net, realrevolutionradio.com, Dream Vision 7 Radio Family, iTunes, iHeart, and many of many stations, I think that Seek Reality is available pretty much wherever you can find a podcast. And there even is a Seek Reality app where you can just automatically get all of the episodes as they are published. Meanwhile, this has been Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. Please enjoy. Please make the most of this coming week in our one reality, knowing that you are a powerful, eternal being and you most of all in the universe, you are infinitely loved. You've been listening to Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. Roberta blogs and answers questions at robertagrimes.com. Join us every week as we explore what the afterlife evidence and modern science combine to tell us is true about the one reality we all share. Knowing the truth changes everything.